Sometimes Rapunzel gets bundled in towers. Sometimes the witch has her way. But when floundering at sea, you got a friend in me, Liv and Hannah. From frost to savannah, when unexpected in looking, just choppy. So ears wide and poppy, and a spoonful of Disney a day. Hi, Liv. Hi, Hannah. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm doing all right. Um, I am feeling refreshed because I had a little mini nap at the end of the film. As is pretty, as is customary. <laughs> did you miss the ending? <laughs> I did miss the ending, but I read it up on Wikipedia, so I just think it's important to be um, be honest. <laughs> I feel let's go. Let's dive straight into some positivity because um, I just feel like I just feel like we need it. Um, my positive thing today is that me and Liv, co-host of the podcast, co-host <laughs> of the blog, and friend G- of the friendship group, <laughs> and Gina, friend of the podcast, friend of the blog, um, decided we were going to do a book club where we all send a book to each other. Um, and I finally sent off the first book to Gina today. So that's really exciting. It's just nice. It's just nice to. I wrote. I even wrote her little letter and put it in the book. Aww. I was I'll like, no one get that treatment from Gina. Like, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Odds of her actually having sent it are really low. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was just. It's just nice. Um, I like to share books, and yeah, it'll just be nice to see what she thinks. What's your positive thing? Um. My positive thing of today is that I went for a walk with my sister and she's going to give me her bike, which means that I can... Hey, this is an exciting development. Yeah, it is exciting. Um, So I'm going to be able to travel a little further afield, which is nice. I might go biking around some central bits of London just to see what it's like at the moment. I think that would be really interesting. I'm thinking about getting a bike. But... Who knows? <laughs> and um, my petty complaint is also to time the fact that I left my house today and went further afield than just like the literal field where I go for my walks because there's not many people. And I went downtown and my mum was like, oh, there's a market on a Tuesday. You can get us some fruit. But when I arrived, I was too late and they were packing all the delicious fresh fruit into the farm. Oh no! Missed the market. Um, so yeah, that was a shame. That's a shame. But then I came home and I had a really tasty lunch, so. <laughs> I had chicken super noodles. Ooh, and then hey. normally I just put in spinach and sweet corn, but we had like the pre-cooked chicken bits. So I had like the chicken noodles with pre-cooked chicken bits in Ooh, and spinach and nice. sweet corn it was really good i've gone i've gone positive again that's nice um always yeah, feed what have you got a petty complaint you'd like to share um so my petty complaint is about my boyfriend again 
And what it is, right, is that he, so he was sweeping the living room, really, really helpful. But then he just, but then he got distracted. So then there were just these two little piles of like all the dust that he didn't do with the dustbin <laughs> and brush for like ages. And I went out for my walk and I thought, surely he'll do it while I'm out for my walk. And I come back and he's still not done it. So eventually I just did it. Yeah, <laughs> that's, um, that's interesting, like, isn't it? I feel like you shouldn't give someone a medal for doing any kind of housework. But I am pleased that he like obviously did a bit. But then I'm also annoyed that he didn't finish it. Yeah, he did like 60% of that task. Yeah. Because a lot of it is, you know, you don't want to see that dirt anymore. <laughs> that dirt <laughs> needs to go straight in the bin. <laughs> So today's film was Aladdin and the King of Thieves, which is the third film in the Aladdin cinematic universe. (laughs) Um, We made it to a third film. King of Thieves, which is quite an apt title. Um, Let's do 10 second plot. And it's Liv's turn to go first today. I'm ready. Ready? Three, two, one, go. Aladdin finds his dad, but his dad turns out to be bad, which is crazy. Um, and then they find this island, which goes underwater and it's on a turtle. I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a clue. I Honestly, I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth right now. <laughs> okay, three, two, one, go. Aladdin and Jasmine are finally getting married, but their wedding gets ruined by some thieves. And the king of the thieves is Aladdin's dad, and his dad is sexy. <laughs> Had to get that in. That's the Bad most. Honestly, it's the most important part of the film, and like that's the only reason I'd watch it again. I mean, it was good, but like that is by far its like its best feature. Selling point. So I mean, we'll get right into it with some general thoughts what are yours um i thought it was a good film i really quite enjoyed it i think because i knew all the music that normally means i must have watched it a lot as a kid i didn't remember enormous amounts of it i think that's Um, really interesting because i never knew it existed until this we started doing this i think i'm i'm so there are two things really broadly that i'd like to discuss and that is the fact that Genie is back. So Robin Williams as Genie is back. Don't know where that came from. Not a clue how he came back or how they got him back for Aladdin 3. But he has some really genuinely wonderful moments. And there are scenes, I'm pretty sure, that were created specifically just to have Genie in them. And yeah, that made me really happy. Absolutely. Um, I think those bits were like really genius. He actually. does a bit where he pretends to be Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> and we were like, yeah. whoa. <laughs> I really enjoyed you missed it, I think, but at one point he turns into Pumba and says, Hakuna Matata, and then turns back into Jean and he goes, oh, wait, I think I just had an out-of-movie experience. Oh, that like, no, I missed that so bit. Good. But he did, yeah, there was a lot of other Disney referencing in there. Yeah, it was very, very good. I enjoyed it very much. So that was amazing. Glad he was back. Um, and then, yeah, just all in all, the fact that Aladdin's dad was a total dilf and loved him. Aladdin's daddy is an absolute daddy. Um, Yeah, he's beautiful. I'd like to discuss the whole Robin Williams situation for a little bit. Um, I mean, it doesn't... They got someone else for film two, and then he came back for film three, which isn't massively better than film two, in my opinion. 
so what are our what are our working theories um he said he'd do another film so they wrote one for him and because someone had the sexy dad character they wanted to combine (laughs) the two things um he heard about aladdin's sexy dad and was like i'm coming back to reprise my role (laughs) i don't know i I really don't know so i don't like so um, one of my other theories was that they just took a load, like his voice and a load of offcuts from when he ad-libbed in, in Aladdin 1 just chucked them into this movie. <laughs> um, oh my god, can you imagine? But I don't... I mean, because the second... like, So neither film are bad. Like, both of them are fine. I found it interesting that they did a similar thing with Cinderella 3 and with Aladdin 3 where they sort of ignored that the second movie ever happened. Yeah, so because... Like, one thing, it's like the whole premise of the whole like setup for this is like it's Aladdin and Jasmine's wedding. It's like haven't they yeah. been engaged for like eight hundred years? Like they've been <laughs> engaged for two whole films. And like in Disney World, Disney World, that is the <laughs> longest time. Yeah, I'm not really sure what was going on there. But then they cleaned up. So at the very end, where you would have been sleeping, they did Arabian Nights again. They had the guy at the stall. Like they did at the beginning of the first one, so they were obviously saying this is the very last Aladdin film. No more Aladdins. No and, more Aladdin films. Um, so far that's been true because this film is like twenty four years old. So one of my more working theories is that some film students made Aladdin too. Disney were like, yeah, it seems okay. Let's just make it a franchise. That's interesting. Let's just make that <laughs> Because the animation was so poor. They didn't have Robin Williams. They didn't develop Jasmine very well in, in the second one. But interestingly, the animation was just as shit in this one. It was just as poor. But I don't know. I don't know whether the animation was bad or whether just the quality... Like, they clearly the overall like, quality, yeah. Yeah, it was, like, grainy. Like, it wasn't my yeah, video. Yeah, it wasn't Yeah, it wasn't good. Um, yeah. And Jasmine basically doesn't really matter in this film. So no, those two doesn't. things have been sustained. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know why that, how or why Robin Williams came back for this. Whether he had like... Because it's Mrs. Doubtfire Disney. It's on Disney Plus. Well, it must, so it must be some somehow. But like Disney owns literally everything now. So it's hard to know where, yeah. where uh, one I... thing ends and Disney begins. I like to think that Robin Williams heard about Kasim and was like, yeah, I've got to be a part of that. I think so. Um, so let's do some character assassination and just talk a little bit about Kasim. I mean, it's not an assassination at all. Um, <laughs> so basically, Aladdin and Jasmine's wedding gets ruined by these 40, thie- 40 thieves that are apparently like, they're quite well known for being criminals. But it's just, like, interesting, again, like, we've never heard of them before, but here they are. <laughs> I think that's sort of acceptable in this, actually, I will yeah, say. Yeah, it is, it's not as, it's not as bad as The Lion King. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the King of Thieves turns out to be Aladdin's dad, who abandoned him, I think. Yeah. Um, he's just, he's really, really fit. <laughs> Um, if I was Jasmine, if I was Aladdin, I'd be so worried about like Jasmine meeting my dad because if I was Jasmine, I'd be like, bye. <laughs> be like, Aladdin, um, look, it's nothing personal, but like your dad can grow a beard and <laughs> you really can't. Fun. And your dad's really... just 
There's a really great moment when she's like, oh, you are definitely Aladdin's father. And I'm like, yeah, you know it. <laughs> yeah, she was like, oh, oh, I've made such a terrible decision. <laughs> and she's like a little bit of like grey in his hair. Like, he's lived life. <laughs> um, I'm even ignoring the fact that he literally says, like, he literally just left his family <laughs> to go get treasure. Yeah, yeah, he left his family to get treasure. He's absolutely, um, like, personality-wise... <laughs> But he does get he does he does get redeemed in the end. He does. He has a very sexy voice. After Aladdin <laughs> saves him two times, <laughs> he basically just like stands on the outskirts of Aladdin's wedding, and Aladdin's like, "Oh yay, my, my dad's dad!" Here. Oh my god, After yeah. Aladdin <laughs> literally almost went to jail for him. Literally, nearly died for him three times. Yeah. Like... Aladdin's like so excited to have a dad, and Kasim's like. This is really gonna ruin my um it's really gonna ruin my vibe. <laughs> but like I don't hear that because all I see is his face. Yeah. His beautiful animated face. And then Aladdin in this Oh yeah, I guess I feel kinda of bad for him. Yeah, he's having a rough time. I think Just ultimately they were pretty they were pretty good to his character, like yeah, like, he same. was very, he was very forgiving. Yeah. And then, like we said, Jasmine's kind of underutilised in this. Classic. Like, Iago has a bigger part than her. Yeah, he does. Because he, bec- like, he teams up with Kasim to, like, so basically Aladdin's like, oh, my dad, yeah. And then, like, <laughs> his dad's like, nah, and, like, goes back to being a criminal with Iago. He, like, recruits him. <laughs> And then what other characters do we have? I mean, they're the main ones, to be honest. Obviously, Genie's fabulous. Oh, Genie, but yeah, like, there's only only positive things we can say there. Like, him and Kasim <laughs> are the reason that the film is, is good, really. And then, so you said you knew the songs, which is good um, that they've stuck in your mind. Yeah, vaguely. I don't didn't know them by words. I didn't know all the words, but I definitely like recognised them. Um, they were it, for me. It was a very they were very much like original sequel songs, like fine, but they're not going yeah. on a playlist. No, I don't think they're going on a playlist. I think the first one was it. There's a party here in Agrabah. That was quite a good one. Oh yeah, there, there was like a really long thing about like we're getting married. There's a party. <laughs> What's gonna happen? Hey, <laughs> sexy dad. <laughs> oh, and there was um, this like. I know who we've got to talk about is like the villain who is oh, the this one guy. With the crazy hands. Yeah, he just like popped out of nowhere and then like sang this like song about crime. And I was like, who are you? How do you not know who he was? He was there at the beginning. Aladdin beat him in like a duel to the death. Oh, that's interesting. How did you miss? <laughs> I definitely watched the beginning of it. Um, he was there. He's the one who beat. So Aladdin had to beat him to become a forty, one of the forty thieves. So one. Of the oh no! Yeah, I do remember that. And then, and then he like basically the whole thing is uh... that. Like, and then there was a whole scene where he fought a shark, and then he won. No, I saw him punch that shark in the face, but I, in my <laughs> head, that was the first time he appeared, and I was like, "That's a bad entrance." I did wonder this. Guy means like, where's this guy business. come from? I was like, "Well, I don't." Yeah, know. he punches <laughs> a shark in the face. Um, no, he was there from the beginning. He was the one who was okay. like, Kasim said nothing about us beating a genie, let's all leave. He, he was, he was he's, um, he's he no Jafar, though. 
No, he wasn't a Jafar. Oh, Jafar, was, Jafar was a hard one to follow, I suppose. Jafar yeah. would never punch a shark in the face because, like, he would just... Jafar would just become a bigger shark. He's more psych... Yeah, he's more, like, psychological. Like, Jafar he couldn't would, like, fight... beat you in a physical fight as he was. He would have to become a genie to, like... What Jafar would do would be like he would find out the love language of the shark and then exploit it and gaslight it until that shark felt so small. Like it felt like a guppy. And then like make the shark be like his um like companion in the water. That is exactly what he'd be, you're right. (laughs) Aw, miss you, Jafar. Um And in terms of the Bachdell test we definitely didn't have a pass because it was no. all like it was all about the male relationships and like the, yeah. the father son. Considering it's about his dad, I can sort of forgive it. I do think they yeah. could have done more with Jasmine. I always think they could do more. With yeah, they could always do more with Jasmine. Um, so that's a bit of a shame. And yeah, so it's definitely not not even passing stage one of my one. But uh, you know, we've got Kasim, so we'll let it we'll let it go. Just just this one. <laughs> just this one so let's peel back the layers um let's stop thinking about kasim for a second even though it's hard (laughs) um what's the message of this film Liv? what do you think we're meant to take away from this i'm assuming because of the moment with the hand of midas at the end i mean i could i could now try and explain that to you listeners but honestly by this point the plot has got very very thin there was a lot Um, going on like a lot of nonsensical stuff but basically at the end Kasim chooses Aladdin over some treasure this treasure that he'd been hunting for the whole of his life bearing in mind like Aladdin Aladdin saved his life like two three times by now so you know yeah I mean it's it's a small it's a small sacrifice at this point but especially as he has like a whole golden ship in his lair anyway anyway yeah (laughs) Kasim is greedy I love him but he's greedy um but I think the message must be that family is more valuable than treasure. That's all I can think of. Yeah. Also, dad's a fit. <laughs> I think um, it's something along the lines of, like, don't trust an attractive man. <laughs> don't trust a, like, really attractive man because, like, he will abandon his children and um, <laughs> just think about treasure. But be so hot doing it. <laughs> no i'm kidding i'm not kidding um yeah beware of the fit men beware of the hot men i mean that's generally like i <laughs> don't want to generalize when i watch this with my children and with your children i'll just be like so what did you take away from this kids never ever trust the fit man <laughs> never trust a person who's that fit um <laughs> Go for the Aladdins of the world who are, like, appropriately fit. Yeah. If you were doing, like, Shag Murray Kill with Aladdin, Aladdin's dad, and, I don't know, who'd be the third person? Jafar. <laughs> then you'd, like, kill Jafar, you would have sex with Kasim, and then you'd marry Aladdin. Yeah, definitely. Although because Kasim would not be a good... seems to have, like, turned your head a little. He is! <laughs> um... Yeah, Kasim's not like, he's not like boyfriend material. Well, on the topic of sex, you chose Aladdin as your ultimate sex film. 
I did, yeah. Um, I think this is a, might be an even better option because it's all the same <laughs> characters plus Kasim. And like, you know, like you'd have a wild night and then he'd literally never ever, he would ghost you so hard. But like, <laughs> you just, as long as you went in knowing that, I think you'd be okay. I think he'd just have the most, you'd have like the most wonderful like 12 hours. But then he might be like, he might be one of those arrogant types. And then he'd wake up and he'd just be gone. Oh no, that hundred percent. Like that, that would be what happened. And he probably um, would take everything valuable you own. But you probably <laughs> give up everything you valuable you own for one night with Kasim. Yeah. So actually, in a weird way, it's probably a better choice than Aladdin one. <laughs> um. Yeah. So maybe, maybe against all the odds, Aladdin and the King of Thieves is like my ultimate <laughs> Disney sex film. That's you wild. Have to have sex with the forty thieves, though. Would you go through with the forty yeah. thieves in order to have sex with Kasim? Yeah, because in Aladdin one, you've got to have sex with all the people of Agrabah, and all the people yeah, of Agrabah like aren't really in this. And that's also true. in Aladdin one, you've got to have sex with the tiger, but I didn't see Raja anywhere. So <laughs> he was there very briefly at the wedding. Oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, I it, this might have just taken the, the top spot. That's that's well, that's a, look at that. That is a turn of events I wasn't that expecting. Is, that <laughs> is a real turn of events. Um, what about you? Where does it stand for you? I mean, it stands pretty high. I mean, Laddin was always relatively high, and this is just even higher because, as you said, it actually brings down numbers if you consider everyone in Agrabah. Mm. And realistically, some of the forty thieves were probably in the Agrabah scene, like probably. yeah. Um, and none of them were, apart from the scary evil guy, were horrendous. But I feel like the scary evil guy might have some anger that, you know, could... could you could utilise. Yeah. He's got strength. He can um, punch a shark in the face. That's what I always look for in my sexual partners. <laughs> <laughs> it's just something to think about. So it's definitely up there. It's definitely above Aladdin 1. I didn't think that I'd be leaving this podcast, this whole experience, this whole journey... Being, I'd rather have sex with the Aladdin three cast rather than the Aladdin one cast. But yeah, God damn just it, because Kasim, of... this is what you do to women. Kasim, you know, you know what you're like. <laughs> you know. Um, so we skipped ahead a bit because obviously because of all this Kasim chat. Um, what did you rate it? Oh, I forgot about the rating. I rated it a seven. I thought it was a good film. I don't know how much of that is blind love, but. Blind lust, for sure. Blind lust, yeah. That that's pretty much all of mine. I gave it a six point five, um, because it was a bit chaotic. Like I didn't really <laughs> know what was going on from minute to minute. Um, but I enjoyed it, and Kasim was was a was a beautiful man. It's funny how obsessed we are over like a badly <laughs> animated character. <laughs> All the animation budget went on that beard and that uh, that little <laughs> bit, that little bit of grey hair. Yeah, it really, really did. So that's it. Thanks for listening. Um, go and look up Kasim. Go and Google Kasim. <laughs> Aladdin and the King of Thieves. Um, yeah, live. Uh, follow us on social media so that's facebook and instagram specifically follow us on all the socials 
but don't follow us in real life. Stay safe. Wear a mask. <laughs> we do all been... the right things. <laughs> do the do the right thing. Um, we've been Hannah and Liv with a Disney a day keeps the Rona away, and Kasim will protect you from Corona. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Yay! <laughs>